אוקיי. טווח. going to share with you tonight a story about a chassid of the Alter Rebbe, whose name was Reb Shomer Rafal. This is a, a story that the previous Rebbe related in Lekut of the Borim. The um, city of Shvensian, which was in the region of Vilna, had a really um, hard time because of the opposition to the Alter Rebbe. The Hasidim living in Shvensian really suffered a lot. When I say suffered, I don't just mean that they were ridiculed. Or there, was, there was actually, unfortunately, there was, there was really um, uh, terrible things that happened. I don't want to go into the details. Um, the Alter Rebbe was asked by Hasidim in Shvensian to visit Shvensian. And the reason why they asked this was because there was um, a several Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe who were entrusted with traveling to various cities and towns to teach Hasidus to uh, anyone that they felt would be uh, a keli, would be a vessel, be interested in learning Hasidus. And they went to uh, regions in Slutsk and Vilna, and they felt that it was appropriate time for the Alter Rebbe himself to visit the city of Shvantian. In order to prepare for this properly, they asked the Alter Rebbe to give them an answer before Rosh Hashanah if indeed he's going to visit. The Alter Rebbe agreed to visit, and he said that immediately after Sukkot, he's, he's going to travel and visit Shvantian. So it was on a Tuesday, uh, on the second day of Rosh Chodesh, I'm sorry, the second day of Cheshvan, the Alter Rebbe went, uh, it, was a, it was a snowy time of the year, then in Russia, and he went with 20 Hasidim, he left on a Tuesday, and they arrived before daybreak on Friday of Parshas Nayach. The Alter Rebbe remained in that town for two weeks, so he was there for three Shabbosim, Parshas Nayach, Lechachan, and Vayera, and he delivered various discourses of Hasidus and many scholars in the region came to visit the Alter Rebbe and to learn about this person that they've heard only terrible things about, but they're curious to know if there's something more. And they left highly, highly satisfied, and hundreds of uh, people, as a result, uh, decided to learn Hasidus and uh, get more connected to these teachings. But what I want to show is what happened on the third Shabbos, that the altar was there, and Parshas Vayera, something happened that Shabbos that shook the whole region. It, was, it, it really was blew everyone's mind. There was an older guy, an older scholar, who was originally from Kedan. And his name was Absalom Rafals. They say it about Absalom Rafal that he was the teacher of the Rav of Vilna, Absalke, who was the Rav of Vilna. He was one of his students. And he spent all this time studying Torah. It was already 50 years that he hadn't done anything else but study Torah. They had this synagogue. Uh, more than one in those days, called the Prushim Stiebel. 
a synagogue where people who only studied Torah would hang out there. And that's what he did for 50 years, just studying Torah. He had 10 children, six boys and four girls. And he was considered to be a, a, a such a, a prestigious scholar that all the worthies in that whole region, in Vilna, uh, wanted to marry in his family. And so Baruch Hashem, he, uh, his children, his sons and daughters, all married into very, very prestigious families. And they said about him, the Tom uses a phrase for someone who has not just uh, not just erudite and knowledgeable in Torah, but also has wealth and greatness. They said about the Shemar of Fall that he was someone who who had this blessing of Torah and greatness. Reb Shomo Rafal was a strong, uh, very strong, uh, staunch supporter of the uh, Misnag de Camp, those who had excommunicated the Baal Shemtev and the Mazichamagid. In fact, when he was 63 years old, he had traveled from Shvinsian to Vilna to join the rabbis from Vilna and Slutsk and Shklov to make a proclamation to excommunicate the Baal Shemtev. That was in the year 1757. So, in the course of the 30 years since he made that excommunication, um, his family had grown exponentially, but the older children um, passed away, many of them, and he only had three sons and one son-in-law who were still around, but he had many, many grandchildren and great-grandchildren. But during those 30 years, he had another transformation. For seven years, he was part of the war. He was the one at the forefront of all the excommunications and all of the, not just, it wasn't just excommunications. As I mentioned before, they would actually were brutal, not just financially, but physically. A lot of horrible things that they did in order to discourage what they thought was a holy war because they felt that the Hasidim were really heretics and going against the Torah. So he was part of that. He then, he, he um, gave a lot of resources, he was wealthy, towards this holy war. And one day, no one knew why, Abshomer of Fall sent a message to all of the rabbis in Vilna and Slutsk and Brisk and Minsk and Shklov that he's not going to participate anymore in the, um, in the excommunication and any activities against Hasidim. He also told his children and his grandchildren that no one should ever talk about this anymore. So when the message came to these rabbis, so some of them, majority, felt like, okay, so he's not part of this anymore. We've got to find someone else. This guy was the, you know, the Ruach HaChai Be'ifanim. He was the, the spirit of life in this war against the Hasidim. So he's not going to be part of this anymore, whatever reason, not our business. We have to find someone else. But there was a minority of, the, of this group who felt that they should find out why he is withdrawing from the ranks of those who uh, oppose the Hasidim, those who are active in excommunicating and, and, and uh, attacking the Hasidim. Maybe they should find out, maybe he's discovered that the Hasidim aren't really going against the Torah. They should, they should find this out. So although this was only minority opinion, but as the discussion continued, everyone thought it would be worthwhile to send a delegation 
to Rav Shemar to see if indeed he discovered that the Hasidim kept the Torah. Is it, was, it, was it true that they kept the Torah? Was that the reason they changed his opinion? So they sent this delegation, and they arrived in Shvinsian, and this was the uh, unanimous decision of everyone. They said, let's at least hear what he has to say. And so this delegation arrives, but he refuses to speak to them. He doesn't, he doesn't enter a discussion with them. The only thing, they were there for three days trying to talk to him, trying to find out what, what's going on. All he said was that there's no doubt whatsoever that the Hasidim do actually absorb the Torah. That, that's all he said. There's no doubt that they do absorb Torah and that they're not going against the Torah. The first Hasid who spoke in the praise of the Hasidim in Shenzian was a man named Rabbi Yosef Kolboy. Kolboy means who had, someone who has everything in him. He was someone who was a very respected scholar, and they called him Kolboy because he knew the whole Torah. So when he, that's a story in itself, how he became a Hasid, but because of his visit back in uh, 1777, uh, he caused a stir. And in the 10 years since that time, many people in Shvinsian became Hasidim because of Rabbi Yosef Kolboy's influence. Now, among the grandchildren of Rabbi Shomer Afol, some of his grandchildren decided to become Hasidim as well. He had one grandson named Mesha Gadalia, and another one in Pinchas El Yov Luxt. Mesha Gadalia from Shvinsian, he became a Hasid of the Alter Rebbe. He joined the Cheder. The Alter Rebbe made a a uh, a uh, group of the top students of Torah in that time, and he called it Chadarim. It wasn't called a school, it was, it was called Chadarim. And just the previous Rebbe relates, in order to get into the Cheder, in order to be part of that school for these, these older wise scholars, you had to know the whole Babylonian and Jerusalem Talmud and many other things, just to get into there. Anyways, so Ramesh Gadalia, he was one of the Chassidim uh, al and he was part of Cheder Aleph. On one occasion, Ramesha Gedalia left the Alter Rebbe, left Liyajna, to go back home to Shvinsian. Before he left, the Alter Rebbe said, and this is on a different occasion, I'm sharing how the Alter Rebbe was there in Parshas Vayera, but before I share what happened, I want to tell you just a little background first. Ramesha Gedalia leaves the Alter Rebbe, and he goes back to Shvinsian, and he, before he leaves, the Alter Rebbe said, tell your grandfather, that in the merit of him obeying for 70 year, 17 years, in that merit that he listened, he obeyed for 17 years, he will have long life and he will see success in his Torah study. So Ramesh Gadai shared this with his grandfather. He had no idea what his author was talking about, of course. And Rashomar Rafal was overjoyed to hear that. Anyways, now the Alter Rebbe is in Shinsian, it's Parshas Vayera, and Rabshomar Rafal called upon the Alter Rebbe, he asked the Alter many questions that he had in his 50 years of studying Torah privately, he came to, he asked the Alter Rebbe the questions about all the things he had studied and he was very satisfied with the answers so it's Parshas Ve'era, it's Mincha and the Alter Rebbe shares a Hasidic discourse he, there was a shul in Shvenzian called the Cold Beis Medrash oh it's what it's called, the Cold Synagogue 
It's a big synagogue, unheated. I guess that's how it got its name. And uh, after the altar concluded, Rabbi Shomer of Fall asked for the floor. And he said, because I'm older, he said, can I please ask everyone to be quiet? And what he said, as I mentioned before, shocked not just everyone present, but the whole region. And, and this, these words had strong, strong repercussions, um, strong impact on everyone in that city and everyone in the whole region. He began and said like this, Today I recall my sins. It's about, about 30 years ago, he said, I participated in the conference of sages that issued a proclamation against the tzaddik, the Baal Shem Tov. I stand, he says, in the, in the sanctuary of Hashem, and I, and I tell you that our intent was for the sake of heaven. We actually thought the Baal Shem Tov was bad news, and that's why we made the excommunication. And he said, for seven years, I was part of this holy war against the Baal Shem Tov. On the day that, with the grace of God, I turned seven years old, I was learning the tractate Menachas, and I fell asleep in the middle of my studies, and I woke up and I saw this personage there in the room with me, and this personage says that I am the Baal Shem Tov. Seven years ago, you and certain other sages made an excommunication against us, but you didn't do this again according to Torah. You didn't make any investigation. Due to Shuba, you haven't made a proclamation of excommunication, but you haven't made, you didn't do anything, you investigate. Relent, do Shuba. That's what Baal Shem Tov said. He wakes up from his sleep, and he was enveloped immediately with sadness. He realized that, he didn't, that it was correct. It says in the Torah, you must inquire, you must ask and investigate before making any ruling. And he realized that, that he didn't do this. He didn't make any, there was no probe into the ways of the Hasidim before he, they made that proclamation. And after meeting the Baal Shem Tev in that dream, he, he decided to find out. And he looked and he discovered that the Hasidim do keep the Torah, and they keep the Torah scrupulously. So he said, I withdrew from the battle. He said, from that day on, 20 years have passed. Throughout all this time, I have delved deeply into the teachings uh, and the spiritual stance of the Hasidim, especially since the visit, as I mentioned, of Rabbi Yosef Kolbe, Yosef of Shklov, since his visit 10 years before. Gentlemen, he says, today I'm 93 years old. I stand now in the sanctuary of God, and I declare without hesitation, he says the bracha, with Hashem's name, blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has given us life and sustained us and allowed us to reach this occasion. Enabled us to be face-to-face with this great man of Israel, this going, this genius and tzaddik, who has brought thousands and thousands of people to have a genuine fear of heaven, and has made the Torah great and glorious. By virtue of this, said of Shomer of Fall, may the Redeemer come to the Jewish people, may Mashiach come, These brief words of this scholar were heard throughout the whole entire synagogue, and their impact was indescribable. And in a flash, their message was went to the whole town. That's the story I wanted to share. And uh, this is just one snippet uh, in the... uh,
efforts of the Alter Rebbe to, um, to reach the various strongholds of those who opposed Hasidim and the success that the Alter Rebbe had by just revealing the truth of Hasidus and, and uh, as the Rebbe Rashab said, in front of the truth, everyone is, um, everyone defers eventually. The truth always comes through. And that's what I want to share. A good avach and a freilich avach. We should get connected to the truth and realize we go with the truth. We're always going to win. L'chaim, l'chaim, good avach. L'chaim, l'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim. No rosy. <laughs>